Usually, um, at this time, I, I would give a devotional, and I would pull that devotional from the Bible and share with you all some remarks about it, and then basically we would go into prayer. Tonight, I want to uh, lift up a scripture. It comes from Proverbs chapter 19, and it reads something like this. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to every people. What we have witnessed today in the capital of the United States of America was a treasonous insurrection that has been fueled by the President of the United States. His conspiratorial lies, coupled with his white supremacist brashness, multiplied by his incredulity and borderline insanity has put this country on a course that could possibly, if not put in check, lead to another civil war. A civil war, though, not fought between just North and South, but ultimately one where the rights of decency, honor, and respect clashes against conspiracy, lies, and those who would even want to be part of a coup. The word of God tells us no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It is my hope tonight no coup formed against us shall prosper either. The unfortunate reality that I address with you tonight is the mere fact that if this had been black people, that would have just marched, not even stormed the Capitol. The police would have been out in full force and effect. And yet, how we see how these white supremacists, these Trump supporters were handled, even though one person has died, and that's very unfortunate, 
they were allowed into the sacred grounds of the capital of the United States while they were counting and processing the electoral college vote. The current occupant of the White House really has no righteous bone about him. And I'm speaking not in the role of the pastor, but in the role of the prophet. In the sense that one day he's going to have to pay for this before the eternal, all-seeing, all-knowing God. And I would dare say he would probably wind up paying for it sooner than later. The moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Or as my grandmother used to say, you cannot throw mess and not think it won't be on your hands. This has been a very sad day in, in a time that should have been at least some sense of jubilance for a political party. And while I am not expounding or lifting up any type of political ideology, I will say that the God we serve is on the side of those who are oppressed, disenfranchised, and voiceless. What we saw today was not of God. What we witnessed today was not of Christ. What we saw on our telephone screens and our computer screens and our television screens and heard on the radio was not a movement of the Holy Spirit. It was demonic. It was devilish. And it's something that God is going to judge. This country has not been done right by its citizens of color. And now what we are witnessing is judgment on her institutions. Malcolm X was correct. The chickens have come home to roost. However, even though the chickens have come home to roost, what are we going to do with the eggs that are hatched? This is why we as people of God can no longer place our trust and confidence in political parties, but we must know that God is our king. We have an allegiance to another kingdom. And while we are citizens of the United States of America, you and I are also called to be citizens of the kingdom of God. And being citizens of the kingdom of God means that while we engage in the different machinations as far as the culture and the world are concerned, ultimately, you all, our allegiance shall never be to a Trump nor a Biden. Our ultimate allegiance shall never be to the United States of America. Our ultimate allegiance cannot even be to the state of North Carolina or to the city of Charlotte. Our ultimate allegiance has to be to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. 
the eternal and sovereign God, who is not captured nor captivated by any political party, but by righteousness, justice, mercy, and grace. And because he is who he is, you and I, we walk in the fullness of his power and his forgiveness, knowing that one day he will make all things well. So as you and I engage, as far as prayer is concerned tonight, as you and I come on this call tonight, let us lift up this country. We thank God for what has happened in Georgia. But my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. For I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, my King, on Christ, my Savior, on Christ, my God, on Christ my Lord, the solid rock I stand. All other ground, the House of Representatives, the Senate, the executive branch of the United States government, the Supreme Court, ultimately, they are sinking sand. Let us pray. God, it is with heavy hearts that many of us have gathered on this call tonight and while we bring our own individual concerns, we also bring the concerns of this country. And yet, God, we realize that we are citizens of another country, of another place. While we operate and move in this world, we know this world is not our home. But yet, as we dwell here temporarily, O oh God, we really want your kingdom to come. We want fairness. We want equity. We want equality. We want peace. We want joy. We want justice. We're tired of the tyranny of the last four years. And God, we know that ultimately you will handle the occupant of the White House currently. And so, Lord, we place them in your sovereign hands because we know you know how to deal with him. God, we lift up right now the incoming administration. We lift up both houses of Congress, the Senate, and the House of Representatives. We lift up the Supreme Court. We lift up our various state, county, and local governments. But even more importantly than all of that, oh God, we know that you are our foundation. God, the numbers of COVID deaths continue to rise. God, we pray right now for strategy to get this vaccination out. We pray for keeping power for those who are dying from it, that you would give comfort to those who are dealing with grief. We lift up others who are sick and shut in right now that you will bring healing. We lift up our brothers and sisters who need your comfort, your love, and your grace. But even more importantly than that, oh God, we just need to be reminded 
that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So, Lord, let us place our hope and confidence in you because we know, as the old folks used to say, you're too wise to make a mistake and you're too just to treat us wrong. So, God, show yourself mighty. Show yourself strong. It is in the name of Jesus I pray this prayer. Amen. 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 Amen.